Hello, thank you for tuning in to the Outstanding Ohioan Show. Today on episode 85, I'm going to continue with Daniel Coyle's A Little Book of Talent, tips 45 through 48. did want to mention before we get into the tips that I've got a new merch shop on teespring.com. I've got a lot of great Father's Day stuff for that great event that's coming up for all you fathers out there. Or people that want to get gifts for their fathers. I can also do custom design, mock-ups. If you drop me a note and let me know what you're after. Uh, but if you go to teespring.com slash stores slash rons dash fun dash stuff. That's where it'll be. I've got a link in the show notes to that as well. Uh, so tips 45 through 48 in Daniel Coyle's Little Book of Talent. Uh, tip 45 is... For every hour of competition, spend five hours practicing. For every hour of competition, spend five hours practicing. And that sounds very intuitive if you have the mindset of practice makes perfect or perfect practice makes perfect. Uh, or as we've talked before about perfect practice builds skill. Uh, he cites four reasons why practice is better from better than games from developing skill because games slow skill development for these four reasons. Uh, when there's the presence of other people, it diminishes the person's appetite to take risk and it nudges the per performer away from their sweet spot. The second reason is games reduce the number of quality reps. And I would also add you can't have focused consistent reps because the, the game is changing um, and that's it's much different than a practice session. Uh, the third is the pressure of games distorts priorities and encourages shortcuts and techniques. And the fourth reason is games encourage players, coaches, and parents to judge success by the scoreboard rather than how much is learned. Now, Daniel Coyle acknowledges that games are fun. That's how you measure yourself. Uh, but practice is really more important from a skill development standpoint. He recommends that five hours to every one hour of games, five hours of practice is the starting point, and you should strive for a 10 to 1 ratio overall. Tip 46 is don't waste time trying to build bad habits, build new ones. And he talks about how, and we've talked about this in prior podcasts, the wiring of the brain, once the wiring is developed, it's it's there. So that's in good habits and bad habits. So the wiring can't be replaced. You have to replace the bad wiring with new wiring. So whatever bad habit you're trying to correct, identify it, think through it, start performing it, go slowly. Increase the difficulty little by little to where you're going from a bad habit performance to a good habit performance. It's going to feel very slow and clumsy early on, but that's going to develop new patterns. And when those new patterns continue to be developed and you continue to be practiced, the new wiring is going to go in place and it's eventually going to override the bad habit wiring that's in place. Tip 47, to learn it more deeply, teach it. And that's the, this is the old adage that the best people that can do are the best teachers. Uh, that Whether that's true or not, uh, there, there's certainly mixed reviews on that. 
but if you think through in your life when you've taught someone how to do something you you really are enhancing your learning and you're you're building it into your brain even more uh, what's great about this is it encourages age mixing to where in some cases older performers are teaching younger performers but that's not always the case it's the more skilled performer that's teaching the novice performer in whatever situation uh, when you communicate a skill to someone it helps you understand it more deeply yourself especially younger children but we all need to see this and we've mentioned this in prior tips is seeing a visual vivid model right in front of you of someone performing the desired skill is is a great thing to for, for the performer to envision and doers who teach do better that's that, that's been proven and tip 48 is give a new skill a minimum of eight weeks and one of the studies he cites in the book is at a minimum doing 27 minutes a day for eight weeks in a row is the way to to ingrain a skill it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be mastering it but you're really on the road to getting a, getting that skill performed at a high level resilience and grit are the vital tools particularly in the early phases of learning there's going to be struggle there's going to be hardships but if you could be resilient and have grit you'll be able to push through those and, and, and break through those barriers don't make judgments too early if you feel like you're struggling and you're feeling like you're just never going to get it, again, that resilience and grit, uh, think past where you're at currently and think about where you're trying to get to. By keeping at it, this gives your talent and your brain time to grow. It's not just something that is going to be done in a few practice sessions. You've got to develop the habit over and over and over again. And just like in some of the other themes we've talked about, <clears throat> this allows you in your brain to construct and hone the neural circuitry. Uh, this isn't a one-time process, not a couple-time process, but it takes time to build these things. So tip 45 was for every hour of competition, spend five hours practicing. Tip 46 was don't waste time trying to break bad habits, build new ones. Tip 47 was to learn it more deeply, teach it. And tip 48 was give a new skill a minimum of eight weeks. Thank you for tuning in to the Outstanding Ohioan Show. Please, again, check the description in the podcast for the show notes on the episode. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.